Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yay! And this is actually a very special episode because I think actually maybe when we're uploading this it might be Valentine's Day or the day before depending yeah. on because we're a little bit late. Yeah sorry <laughs> for the, that this week's episode is a bit late we've just been so busy. So um, busy. With work. So busy with being together. And usually we edit on weekends but yeah. because we've been together this weekend we don't really like we decided to record together, but we don't have time to edit, so it's coming out a bit late, but it's okay. It's going to be on theme with yeah. Valentine's Day. Because this episode is all about love. love. <laughs> and I wonder, actually, if you can hear a difference between us recording remotely and in person. Because mm. I'd say, like, 98% of our episodes are online, like yeah. us recording over Zoom. And now we're sitting together. We're sitting... Okay, should we set the scene? Yeah. It's... Uh, we're sitting in Michael's room at the minute. Mm-hmm. We're sitting My on... Housemate. Uh, his, his housemate. His housemate her housemate her yeah that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> my brain's not working today um we're sitting on a little sofa we have some tea with us mm-hmm. um sipping some yogi tea yogi tea which we thought would be cute to read the quotes that are on them if you've never drunk yogi tea first of all you should you're missing out yeah and secondly yeah they always have like little little quotes on them it's on actually every so tea good bag. This tea. i love it this might be my new this is the classic tea. yogi tea and it's really nice it's kind of like a it's cinnamon cardamom like mm, spices mm. it actually also the chocolate one is also good with like just a tiny bit of milk chocolate. yeah there's a chocolate yogi Ooh. tea that used to be my favorite as a kid that's like my comfort drink okay what is what's your quote that you had so mine says oneness within is harmony with all Ooh, i like that what's it giving what's it trying to tell me it's it's just i feel like it's about that we're kind of all connected and all one and the same so if you're more at peace with yourself then you're also gonna be <gasps> I feel, feel like, more connection yeah. to everyone else this almost relates to the duality of life kind of episode right because it's yeah. like oneness within so like accepting all sides of you and ha- treating it as like your one self yeah with the happy the sad the stressed the yeah. everything um true and then, then you're you more can find harmony. find harmony within and then harmony with your life so I love that. Love that. What does yours say? <laughs> Mine is lasting service is the service to uplift all. <laughs> okay, I guess my duty for today is to uplift the ones around me. Hmm. Which I mean, I hope that you guys listening to this episode maybe feel uplifted. I feel very listening. uplifted. Do you? Yeah, I've had Yay. a really nice morning. <laughs> yes, we have. Shall I mean, we? yeah. We weren't quite sure if we should do highs and lows, but. I mean, other co- uh, quick context as well is Michael. We w- wanted to set the mood in this room. Oh yeah. So before Michael left the room, he was like, "Did he say Alexa?" Echo. Oh, echo. I don't want to say it now. Look, it's already. Oh. Sh- <laughs> Hi, echo. No. <laughs> um. He said lights on. 
And all of his, like, mood dim lighting came on. He has yeah. fairy lights and everything's connected. So that was, anyways, I thought that was really funny. It was cute. It's very Michael. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go on. Let's do our highs and lows. Okay. Quickly. My, we'll be quick. Very quick, actually, this time. Because we, we don't have a lot of time today. We'll give a bit of context as to, like, our weekend and what we're yeah, planned yeah. for today. Because it's actually kind of fun. Um, but my low of this week is that I was sick for, like, yeah. half of this week. Which was really annoying. And, well, I don't know. I feel like I had a better attitude with it this time. Like, I think physically, obviously, I felt bad. But I I did take time to rest. And I think I've just been still feeling very grateful overall. So even just, like, me being sick, but knowing that my body is, like, healing itself and that this is not my permanent state, I I think it just made me even more grateful for, like, what my body get like, just does in general for me. Yeah. You know, when you're, like, sick, you just appreciate your body so much more because you're, like, fuck. Yeah, you're, like, it. I took all of this for granted. Yeah, it's insane what, like, our bodies do for us on a I'm daily basis. I'm actually so proud of you, though, because you properly, like, you know, listened to your body. Yeah. Slept a lot more. I was supposed to go into the office and I, the I, office. I got ready in the morning and I had, like, a proper, like, mental dilemma because I was, like, what should I do because I had an important meeting that day. Like, you woke up and you fully got ready. Yeah, yeah. I had a shower. It was, like, 6 a.m. and I was, yeah. like... And yeah, I FaceTimed Marco because I was like, what do I do? Because I just, yeah, I felt really bad. But then in the end, I didn't go. And I'm so glad because yeah. it got worse the next day. But then I think now I actually, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling That's so much better. That's probably why you got, you, yeah, you feel better more quickly, you know. <laughs> yep. Um, which I'm very proud of you for. Thank you. And my high's just been this weekend. It's been really fun. Oh, it has been fun, hasn't it? Yep. Um, my high's this weekend too. Yay. So we can go into like what we're doing this weekend. Um, should I? I'll say my low and then we can go into this weekend. Yes. Um, my low, which I made pretty obvious as soon as I came <laughs> here. <laughs> Bless you. It's <laughs> just work has been a bit stressful. So we had like, not a, not a mistake, but like, things aren't going smoothly. Yeah. And we're all trying to figure it out, but like no one has the answer. Mm. Um, and it's very like time constrained. So... I, I'm just a bit stressed out and I've been like waking up thinking of solutions in my head Aww. so I haven't been sleeping well either um even though I know like it's just ads you know like we talk about this all all the time it's just ads it's not that big of a deal like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen I know it's silly to like get so caught up in it yeah um but I think it's genuinely because I think I have this like complex where like I want to be the one that like yeah fix it and I'm a, the hero of the situation you know mm. um but also I know, even though I know it's just ads and stuff, I know that this would mean a lot to other people in the company if it goes well. Yeah. So I just feel that pressure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's a bit stressed and I know t- that tomorrow mm. um, it's going to be quite stressful. I think the worst thing is like the big issue trying to figure it out thing happened on Friday. Mm. And it's just annoying that like we have a deadline and I just feel like there's all of Saturday and all of Sunday where we could, you know, be using that time. <laughs> Which is annoying, I know, like, we, we shouldn't. Yeah. But I'm like, there's two days, like, two whole days that would make Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday a lot less stressful. Yeah. I think. But, like, obviously no one's working on the weekend. Yeah. So I'm just, like, sitting here waiting for tomorrow to um, try figure it out. You definitely, yeah, I feel like it's just so important. I've really been trying to practice it because it's so mm. much easier said than done. But just trying to detach emotionally from work outcomes it's so hard to do though yeah but especially because we don't work in something where like actually people's lives depend on it i know it's ridiculous you just have to take yourself out like 
and but i think that's also what annoys me because i'm like it's literally not that hard <laughs> like yeah i'm like it's not like it's a big thing that's gonna save lives you know it's just a little little silly ad yeah and for some reason it still feels like the most difficult thing right now yeah um just all about but, perspective yeah but this weekend has really helped me to switch off yay which is good. I've still had my moments. Like, I woke up this morning, I was like, I woke up thinking of so <laughs> But I think the more, you know, the worst thing is just, like, sitting with your thoughts. Yeah. When you're thinking about it. So, like, we went on a walk and just keeping busy and stuff. We had a we had a very fun TikTok day yesterday. Oh, my God. We? If you saw us on TikTok yesterday, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> we, we were literally saying we went, um... It was, like, full, We felt like, delusional. Yeah, like, we were fully delusional. We were, like, running around the house saying we'd lost the plot and we were trying to find the plot. <laughs> so funny. But honestly, it made me so nostalgic. Like, yeah. me and Leo properly felt like we were teenagers again. <laughs> Just, like, sleepover vibes, yeah. making, like, funny music videos in your bedroom. Like, it was really cute. Even yeah. though at the end of it, we both had headaches and we had, like, all the TikTok sounds in our head. I genuinely couldn't fall asleep until 2am because I had fucking ceilings by Lizzie McAlpha <laughs> in the sped-up version stuck in my head on loop. God. But it was so fun. <laughs> okay, if you haven't seen our TikToks, go to our TikTok and just watch those. So we did a version during the daytime where it's Kara filmed and it's me and Michael starring in it. And then we did one in the nighttime and it's I filmed and Kara's uh, yeah. starring in and it. And the trend is just like music video, like kind of pretending you're in a music video for the song. And yeah. And like running through the streets or a park yeah. or whatever. So it was, it was so much fun to film. It was so much fun. Um, We're not viral TikTok stars yet, but you know, it was worth it. For for the bands. we were like oh this is this is viral <laughs> we <laughs> thought it was hilarious going viral. <laughs> it just didn't <laughs> I mean and we were like oh my god twenty views one hundred and one and then it would like stop at two hundred and thirty we're like ah fuck <laughs> us on TikTok honestly it's just weird how into it you get like, yeah it's so toxic like yeah TikTok we, is honestly toxic but it was also fun it's been really fun. But the refreshing part or like, oh yeah, God. we got like addicted to just like Trying making videos. We going. we uploaded like four videos yesterday. <laughs> and we recorded no, a lot. No, five. We recorded a five lot. Five videos. More, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we did five videos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we got a lot of content as well. We might do like a mini like voiceover vlog or something. Yeah. Because we've, we've been having a lot of fun on TikTok actually. So go follow us on there if you haven't yeah. already. Yeah um yeah. plug section over we promise <laughs> but if you want to see a, a weird side to us that is the place because yeah. we've been like not giving a fuck of what we post over there i think because we, we don't have like hardly any people following us yeah. on there yeah so versus the podcast and on instagram like we want to kind of keep the same image with or it's, there... it's not even intention but we just our brand image we care is, more like... about like the aesthetic of it yeah, yeah. um whereas on tiktok it's <laughs> Like, watch the Adele one. <laughs> we literally did, like, a music <laughs> video to set fire um, to the rain. It's so bad. Yeah. Anyways. Horrendous. Um, please don't judge us. I encourage us anyone to, like, have some friends over and just tap into that yeah. energy of, like, just making music videos in your room. So much fun. Yeah. I Because th- I feel like as a teenager, you just have so much time. Yeah, it brings so just out do your inner self. nothing. And <laughs> then you're, like, bored and then you do weird things. Yeah. Like... I remember, I feel like everyone did this with, like, their cousins, like, putting on a play yeah. or a magic show yeah. for yeah. your family. And then you get your all your parents to, yeah. <laughs> and, like, cousins to to join in. It's so funny. It's so cute. You just, I don't know why adults stop doing that. 
That's weird. But I'm so I'm glad we did that yesterday. I love that. Have you seen that trend as well on TikTok where people... Yeah, it's literally like adults like playing kids games and being... Like, you know, like uh, the one where you sit in a circle and you're like goose something. You're like duck, duck, duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like goose and then you have to like chase after <gasps> someone. I saw some adults like playing and they were like, you forget how fun that... Wait, that's so cute. Yeah, is. why do you stop doing... I mean, actually, to be, to be fair today... transition to today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, we had a really cute day yesterday where Car arrived in the morning. We did like a... A coffee pastry situation went to a bookshop. We walked uh, to like a really yummy food lunch spot with Michael. Yeah. Walked back and then we were just making TikToks for the rest of the evening. Oh, we watched Sex and the City. Believe it or not, Car has I never watched never. Sex and the City. Yeah. That shocked me. That shocked me. Yeah. I didn't even know like what it would like anything. I hadn't she even didn't seen know like, clips who, or anything. You didn't even know who the main actors were. No. Like that, that that did shock me because I thought I feel like the show is so iconic. Like you kind of just like, know. I was like, oh, she's in it, and you're like, oh my god, cut <laughs> But now, but now you started it. I think you'll now get I'm obsessed. Gonna, yeah, I and I'll restart it with you. Yeah, because it, it's together. just such we're a vibe. We're gonna watch tonight as well, aren't we? Such a vibe. Yeah, and then this morning, yeah, we had the traditional coffee and and pastry run to my local park and local pastry shop. Yeah, it's very cute. It's very cute. And then we talked uh, for ages. Yes, we were planning our trip in september august to jordan Please. i'm Should gonna visit cara for the first time in yeah. our we were just saying how nice it is to like you you really get to know someone more when you yeah. meet you know their family or see you know where they grew up and yeah. their culture and stuff so we're excited for leo to see that and then yeah. we'll plan a germany trip as well so that i can yeah go to see your family that's the thing because it's not only that like we haven't met our parents yet we we've grown up in completely different cultures yeah and I've never been to the Middle East. I've never even properly been to Asia. Yeah. So I say properly because I like technically was, I was in Turkey on like the Asia side. Yeah. But like half of Turkey is in Europe. So I feel like it doesn't <laughs> even, I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't know. As like visiting Asia. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, there's a lot more to explore. I think actually, because I, I was asked when I was, when I was sick, I was, I kind of felt like the need to communicate with people. So I did like a poll on, like a Q&A thing on Instagram. Yeah. And one of the questions was, like, what are places that you want to travel to? And I all of my top three, which were Japan, Jordan, and India, I mean, yeah. they're all in Asia. Because yeah. I just feel like I've just not explored anything Yeah. in Asia. Excited for you. Needs to be done. It does need to be done. Like, so much to see. So much food to eat. Yeah, the food is so good. So many vibes to be felt. <laughs> it's just a whole other experience. I'm so um, excited. And then tonight we're and then we're uh yeah, so the whole point. We're after this recording oh, yeah. we're gonna have um some of I don't know how many people are invited, like twenty ish? Yeah, we were hosting a games day at my house. <laughs> where so we cute. we had like different stations in our room. Very rogue idea that we had like last week that we wanted to have people over and play different games. So we've got like Twister, Werewolf, Poker, Yeah. Dunno, all sorts of stuff. Um, so we'll have different stations. A friend of ours is right now downstairs, like, hand-drawing the cars so cute. for Werewolf. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be cute. And then, tonight, we're going to a concert. Yeah, we Me are. Me and Cara. Who are we seeing? Remember Monday. I'm so excited. You showed me a few, like, videos and stuff yesterday, and they sound so good. Yeah. And like, you can already tell that live, it's going to be so amazing to Yeah. Because they harmonize and stuff, so it's going to be so nice. This was, like, completely a selfish thing that I did. I really wanted to see this band, and I saw that they were having a concert in London. I was like, are you okay to come to this with me? And I yeah. just, like, booked the, booked the tickets. You're like, do you want to like... come? I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't mind if I do. I like live music, though, so it's like, I'm sure I will love it. I'm so excited. 
Um, Maybe you'll convert me into a country music fan. Yeah, they're kind of... I am, though. I have a few country songs. There. They have, like, a country vibe to them. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're, like, traditional classic, country. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> 15-minute intro. <laughs> also being like, this is going to be a really quick... It's going to be, like, like, three minutes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. What question did we put on Instagram? Just questions about love. Yeah, we said, ask us any questions, advice, opinions on Valentine's Day that you'd want us to discuss. Valentine's Day love, love. yeah. We so. got some submissions and DMs as well, which are longer, which we have to have a look oh, at. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. But should we ask... We we got a couple of really good questions. I, we'll, we won't be able yeah. to go through them all, so we might do a part two again. Yeah. Because I remember we did a, an episode about love... I don't think last Valentine's Day. I think the year before. Was this one of the ask ones? Like, ask us? I don't know. Where we divided it into, like, mental health, love, career. Do you remember we, like, split out all the questions? And then we did one all on, like, love advice and stuff. Anyways. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. But I I just remember us doing one for Valentine's Day about love. Yeah. But I think it's a while ago. Because that's, I think, the first time I spoke about my relationship history. Because I remember my ex reached out to me afterwards. Oh. (laughs) Being like, I listened to your episode. And I was like, oops. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I spoke about him, obviously. Um, Okay. (laughs) That's that's the tea for this episode. (laughs) Gonna say the first question, which I think is a very sweet and very poignant question. Actually, do you want to first say your opinions on valentine's day in general yeah sure. like what's your thoughts on valentine's day and especially like from being single to now you're in a relationship like has it changed yeah how I do mean, you view it i remember in school and stuff like i used to love valentine's day because you'd get like anonymous cards sometimes mm. like we used to do these things at school where you can like send yeah. your crush like an anonymous valentine's day card and like things like that are cute because you can just get your friends to send you one you know it's yeah. not like that deep so I, I like that it's all about like embracing your friends and you know, telling them that you love them. And I remember even at uni, like, you sent me a little... You did that. You literally yeah. did a, like, anonymous, like, Valentine's Day card and stuff. And I thought it was so sweet. Um, and, like, my dad used to buy me flowers mm. sometimes for Valentine's Day. Um, that is really sweet. I love when dads do that. Yeah. But I get that it's become, like, extremely commercialized now. And it's, like, a way for businesses to just make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um... And then, like, the pressure of, like, oh, you have to get me a card and flowers on this day to tell me that you love me today. And it's, like... Yeah. Or it's this idea that, you know, it's the one day to show yeah your love to someone. And it's, like, no, it's not really like that. Um, but, like, Ed and I find it cute, you know? Like, we'll get each other cards. We'll sign, we'll maybe write letters sometimes. Sometimes we don't get cards. Yeah. And it's... I guess for us, it's just, like, another reason to go out for, like, a little date night, you know? It's not, it's not the only day we're gonna go out. Yeah. But it's just sometimes it's nice to have a little like, okay, today we're going to make it special and we're going to go out together yeah. and celebrate the the love we have for each other. Um, but just because I'm in a relationship doesn't mean I, I won't message my friends and be like, happy Valentine's mm. Day, you know? So for me, it's just like a chance to reiterate to like my friends and family and Ed that I, you know, love them. So yeah. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. But what do you think? I also, I see the different sides to it. Because I even wonder, in school, we had the same thing. We had, like, roses, and then people would come into class and, like, mm. you know, tell them, like, give the roses to people. And we would also, like, send them amongst friends. My mom was a teacher at my school, so she'd also send me a rose, which oh. was cute. But it was almost, like, a little bit of, like, a popularity contest thing. I was going to say, if you thing. were the one in the class that didn't, like, no one... Exactly. Make, you wanted to have, shit. like, as many roses as possible. Yeah. And so that's, like, the toxic side of it. 
Yeah, and I feel like getting less roses than someone or like maybe if you didn't get that many roses that you're like that could mess with you that could really make you upset yeah it makes you feel shit yeah so and I feel like that is I don't like that side because there's gonna be a lot of people in school like I'm sure like you know exactly this week in school people will be going through that where like either they don't have that many friends which is completely normal in high school to just like not have like the big group of friends which high school movies portray you to have yeah or like they don't have an anonymous crush I don't think anyone was crushing on me in high school to be honest (laughs) um you know so I feel like I I don't like that side of like the the outward portrayal of popularity which it becomes at school yeah at uni I feel like it was different because it wasn't like people coming into class it was like I think you picked it up from somewhere or like you got a yeah you get a little email saying like come here to collect your yeah like someone wanted to give you a note come here to collect it yeah so it's very much you yeah it's not like a public yeah you didn't get anything first in school it was literally like they came into your class and they then walked around and like oh this person got this flower yeah and you walked around with them then the whole day so i remember my friend she did like a weird like photo shoot with our roses weird 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 um so yeah i don't like that aspect to it and I feel like that is, I just would not want to be in school again. <laughs> My no, heart goes no. out to all of you who are still in school because, yeah. trust me, it gets so much better. And yeah. even if you're having a great time at school now, it still gets a lot better. Um, and I also get, like, the commercial aspect to it because basically it's so funny because my dad and Marco have, like, the exact same opinion and Marco has, without knowing what my dad was saying about it, has said, like, exactly the same words yeah. to me. Um which is just like they feel like Valentine's Day is just, you know, a capitalist agenda to yeah. obviously make more money and commercialize love and that it's almost like why should I show someone that I love them only on one day? Like why is that more special than me just showing someone I love them every single day through my actions? Like why should I treat yeah. someone better on Valentine's Day than I do every other day? And to be fair like I get Marco, it, but it shouldn't be like this or that. No, you know? exactly. No, I, I know. But I feel like, for example, Marco gets me flowers a lot of, like, a lot of the days in the year. Yeah. And, but he almost, like, I think he'd, like, refuse to do it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I find that really funny. What's the history of Valentine's Day? Mm, like, where does it Google come it. from? I feel like that would be really good to Google. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm like, so, like, did it, was it a creation of a capitalist system or is it, is there actually, like... It's Christian. We should have known it's a religious yeah. festival. Okay, go on. See, this is also the problem I with, like, any sort of Valentino holidays. St. Valentine, I bet. Ah, uh, there we go, St. Valentine. Well, I don't, I don't know. I haven't read it yet. This is just me. You said it and I was like, yep, that's <laughs> Okay, Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Um, February 14th, when lovers express their affection with greetings and gifts. Given their similarities, it has been suggested that the holiday has origins in the Roman festival of Lupercalia, held in mid-February. Okay. <laughs> this se- festival celebrated the coming of spring, included fertility rites and the pairing off of women with men by lottery. Ooh. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, this day may have taken its name from a priest who was martyred about 270 CE. Is that... I don't know if that's post-Christus or before. I don't know. I don't know. Um, according to the legend, the priest signed a letter from your valentine to his jailer's daughter, whom he had befriended and by some accounts healed from blindness. Other accounts hold that it was St. Valentine of Turney, a bishop for whom the holiday was named... 
though it's possible the two saints were actually one person. What? Another common legend <laughs> states that Saint Valentine defied the emperor's orders and secretly married couples to spare the husbands from war. It is for this reason that his feast day is associated with love. That's kind of cute, quite like I guess. That, yeah. Formal messages or valentines appeared in the 1500s and by the late 1700s, commercially printed cards were being used. The wow. first commercial valentines in the United States were printed in the mid-1800s. That's a wow. long time. Yeah. Valentines commonly depict Cupid, the Roman god of love, along with hearts, traditionally the seat of emotion. Because it was thought that the avian mating season begins in mid-February, birds also became a symbol of the day. Traditional gifts include candy and flowers, particularly red roses, a symbol of beauty and love. Yeah. Okay. So, my thoughts are... <laughs> or I have always liked the day. Yeah. Because, I think similar to you, same with, like, Christmas. I just take it as, like, a, an excuse to have something... Like, the romanticizing aspect of life, right? Like, yeah. it's just an excuse to maybe do something a bit more special for, like, yourself that day. Or yeah. for other people, or... I don't know, yeah. Yeah, you can be your own Valentine. Exactly, and you should. I mean, and yeah, you should do that every day, but the fact is that we don't. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think if there is something that... And I feel like it has nothing to do with buying people things, and it it shouldn't... Yeah, it doesn't have to be about the cards or the chocolate boxes that you get or the flowers, like... And I know that this... It's not about that. That's why I feel like I really... And I think it's worse in America because I think that Valentine's Day is like a proper big holiday in yeah. America versus here in Europe. I don't yeah. think it's that big here. And it's here. funny when people have to... Like they forget and then they want to buy flowers last minute and then the <laughs> price is so expensive. Yeah, good for the florists, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know, get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like I feel like, okay, florists make a bit more money that day. Like that's fine with me. I yeah. don't feel like they're the problem in the world. No, yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, the two alternatives. The one situation is you're just like, you know what? Let me embrace it. Let it be a day where we spread love and, yeah. you know, for myself and for my friends. Or the other alternative is to, like, hold a grudge against it and, like, then just be a bit negative on the day. Or you just don't care, I Or, guess. like, don't care. Yeah. So what's, I mean, what would, what puts more good in the universe, though? Exactly. Like, just, yeah, embracing it. Embrace it. Tell people you love them. Tell yourself you, don't like you love the, yourself. The, the, like, buying you know present side of thing then don't do it that way like you have yeah. a choice you're not forced into doing that and i i get that it can be i think more difficult to be single on that day what i would say is maybe don't go on social media that much because that is something that i really dislike is like people showing what like their boyfriends did for them or yeah and i feel like that is a little bit like i don't know yeah i think even when i was in a relationship I just, I just don't understand what... I mean, I find it cringe now when I see, like, a bunch of people posting. It's always... Because I'm like, if you're in yeah. the moment, like... Especially when they post it on the day. Yeah. I'm like, you're supposed to be in the moment. Like, if you're actually just taking a picture for yourself and then you post it a week later being like, yeah. oh, this is really cute, then fine. Yeah. But if you're, if like, it's in the moment where you're in a hotel room, there's flowers on the bed. Yeah. And you're, you're putting it on your story. Yeah. Why? Enjoy it in the moment. Yeah. I just... I think I just don't like those... Uh, yeah. Dis- like... And most of the times, I, th- I feel like the photo then is still, you know, it's so curated. So it's yeah. like, you know, is that actually what it was like? So I, if you're the, the single person looking at those photos, just know that that's not yeah. the reality. It's such a cliche it. depiction and of it's romance. A, a snippet, like, it's a three second snippet, you know? Like yeah. someone could have gotten the flowers, but like had a little, you know, bicker with their partner 10 minutes later. Like, yeah. it's not a perfect representation of, like, a perfect relationship. It's definitely quote, not. Unquote, perfect relationship. And I feel like romance is, like, in movies depicted by, like, these grand gestures. 
But I think romance is like in the everyday and yeah, in the small in the things. things. Yeah. And that's what's romantic to me. Like someone remembering what your favorite food is or bringing, yeah. I don't know, making you tea in the morning. My, or, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> or what Marco's, when he's here, I remember I, I'd come home from work and my station, like when I then end up here, is actually 10 minute walk from my house. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he would literally like pick me up at the station and like walk there, even though there's no need, like I can walk 10 minutes on my own. Yeah. But like it's stuff like that where it's just like, that's really romantic to me. That's yeah, like, that's, so sweet. that's more romantic than someone booking a restaurant or like I don't know yeah putting rose petals on a bed yeah I find that cringe I don't know there, I don't maybe know maybe yeah, these are controversial opinions but if you if de- definitely don't feel bad if you see that on social media and you're single yeah that's not something to like strive towards and, that's, and like those yeah exactly and those materialistic things isn't what love truly is no so yeah and I think there's something so special about getting to spend that day with your friends actually and yeah or with yourself even doing something cute but I I know that like this Valentine's Day again it's also because I'm long distance yeah but yeah we're just spending it with like my girlfriends we're gonna do like a potluck dinner I'm really excited like that's so special like friends are and I one of the questions was actually about like platonic love the importance of it and I think there's almost nothing more important like Mm. I think friends and like the people are the people that you surround yourself with probably most of the time unless you have un- unless you're married or like are with a sig- unless you like live with a significant other and they shape who you are and they yeah. shape who you are gonna be the people who you look up to the most like they shape your habits and I just think without friends life would be really sad yeah <laughs> I don't know and but that's not like it doesn't have to be a lot of friends I think it's just about like finding friends who are true friends like, even, like, just the weekend that we've had. Yeah. That means so much, I think. Because it's just, like, it, it's got nothing to do with, I don't know, anything sexual, you know? Like, that's so know. special that oh, you... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know you may have thought that. <laughs> we, we, for, uh, honestly, we gave, like, old married couple vibes to me this weekend. Yeah. Like, I can picture us yesterday in bed, like, we were holding our teas, and, like, the, we were sitting under the blank, uh, under the duvet, and we are just, like, watching Sex in the City with our teas and having chocolate. I was like... This is cute. That this was couple old stuff. vibes. <laughs> but it's just, like, I think it's so beautiful that, like... No, me too. Friendships are just, like, soul connections. It's so pure, I yeah. Think. yeah. You just, like, spend time with them and, like, show them affection, because you just, like, love who they are as a person. You don't yeah. want anything else from them. Yeah, you just want to spend time with them. Yeah. And just, like, want the best for them. You're so... Like, I don't know. I think platonic love is so, so special. And that's something amazing about being single is that you get to invest more time and energy into your platonic. Because either way, if you do have a romantic relationship, which is so beautiful and gives you so many additional things, but it will take time from your platonic friendships because that's just, like, how life is. (laughs) Like, it's, it's a sad truth that you can't spend as much time with your friends yeah you just have to like delegate more so yeah you're not as free basically so it's just yeah. yeah you have to prioritize differently yeah and like make more of a conscious effort to like when do you see which person or which individual and that can also be like a challenge in itself yeah, I think yeah it's really hard so I mean that's almost like a plus side of long distance which is that like when I'm here in London I'm fully with my friends yeah or myself and then when I'm with Marco I can be fully with him 
or his friends his family whatever yeah. it is but it's it takes some of like the decision making off me we also had a question about like long distance so I would I would say that that's almost something to like focus on you know like focus on the positives that it can bring and the things that like what are some aspects that you maybe still want to work on with yourself with your friends because that could be a good opportunity yeah whilst it, working it really towards something together to still prioritize your your you know for your friendships as well yeah um but I also think like for me for example obviously yeah. I'm Ed and I aren't long distance we live with each other I think if you make the effort though and if you have a really like solid relationship where you can yeah. trust like Ed doesn't mind that I could be here for four days on a random week and it's about making the effort as well oh yeah can I ask you something yeah because I feel like you've gone through this <laughs> not to out you um <laughs> I'm being outed today <laughs> but it's how to reset a relationship break out of codependency but not break up I'm not saying that you and Ed were codependent, but there was times at uni where you were very attached in... Oh my god, we were attached by the hip at uni. Yeah. Like, I never wanted to be away from him, ever. Yeah, and I do think that's kind of codependent. Oh, but I definitely was. I never used to... Even, like, walking to the the uh, co-op, which was, like, a two-minute walk, I'd be like, Ed, come on in. Yeah. So how have you managed to get out of that? I genuinely think that was just, like, young puppy love. Like, I literally just... Being away from him for, like, 30 minutes was, like... And we were just like one of those cringy couples like didn't want to be away from each other yeah um and then I think then it eventually become became uh, like habitual like it was just it was just how it was we did everything together grocery shopping together mm. lived basically together in our accommodation rooms like we would never spend a night apart ever yeah that's so intense and we had I a, could never you had like the single beds do you remember how small they were yeah we still used to sleep you know yeah parents if you're listening lol that never <laughs> happened <laughs> um yeah so we became I think for I honestly just think it's for me it was being with him for so long and then having the whole COVID situation happen and then Mm. I realized like I had I think I realized okay you can't rely on this anymore for your own happiness like you need to find ways to spend time with yourself and do things by yourself to remember who you are outside of the relationship yeah but you have to be ready for that I think Mm. like you have to be in the mindset and not to say that I'm not codependent, I still I still make Ed go with me to, like... I don't like walking alone, I, I prefer to walk with someone. Which yeah. I don't think is a bad thing. Um, and my attitude more is, like, if I know I can do something with Ed, why wouldn't I do it with him? Yeah. And it's, like, knowing that, worst case, if I had to do it alone, I would know how to. It's not like I wouldn't. Yeah. So I think that's how it is for me. Yeah. What's the actual question, though? That, how to reset a relationship, break out of codependency, but not break up. Did you ever have I mean, a conversation it's, about it? No, it just was very natural. Okay. I think it was more just, there was... Like an internal like mindset shift. It was never like an open thing where it's like, oh, we're very codependent with each other. It was just like yeah. how it was, yeah. And then I think there was moments where I was like, I want to spend this evening alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, you know, do my own thing. And it, I think it's when you grow more comfortable in the relationship, you realize that you don't have to be doing everything together to yeah. prove that that like your relationship is good you know like sometimes um it can be draining to spend every second yeah. of the day with someone so we we would literally just say you know what this evening i just want my alone time yeah that's so important um, to be able to communicate that yeah so and to know that you're still fine and, yeah and it doesn't mean that you don't want to spend time with them and like you don't love them it just means that you need to put yourself first in that moment and that's yeah. totally okay it's not a bad thing yeah um 
yeah i guess if if the person who asks if this question if they're feeling like they're too codependent and it's starting to give them concerns of like i feel like i'm mm. you know i can't do things by myself or i'm not that confident to do them by myself and that's obviously not a good thing because you never know what's going to happen like you might be in a situation where you have to kind of like do something yeah by and it could also lead to a breakup to be honest yeah if you get too so it's almost yeah i think you need to communicate it, the main thing before is communicating, yeah yeah and if you feel like you're losing yourself in the relationship and you feel like they might be losing, you know, yeah. you realize, oh, they had all these hobbies and, you know, things that they used to do. And that now just because you're there, they don't want to do those things anymore. Yeah. It's, it's quite a sad thing to see because obviously you fell in love with that person yeah. for all the things that they did. So maybe that that's probably why relationships sometimes fail as well is because you yeah. stop being the person that you were. And you start being, I don't know, like yeah just not there's you lose your individuality in the relationship which is sometimes yeah hard um i feel like this is it's so, just communicating i think i mean again this was my university relationship but i had something very similar where because i moved to a new country i met him literally the first night mm. of going to uni in freshers week and That's i obviously so early on yeah and i obviously spent a lot of my energy then like in this new place on focusing on like building my first ever relationship you know building something with him and I remember having a moment in the first year I was like god I just don't think I was like I've not been focusing enough on friends and spending enough time on that so for me it was having like a conscious moment of realization which it sounds like you have had as well it's it's nice that you know that you want to be like more independent yeah so I think it's and about still want them in your life. Communicating yeah. it with them and communicating that it's not about your love for them mm-hmm. or it's actually the opposite because I think if you really love someone then you want for the longevity of your relationship you need to establish I think independence is like one of I it's really really important to me. Yeah. And um yeah. Because I I experienced that where like I feel like probably both of us mm. lost hobbies along the way yeah definitely and I really had to refine myself at the end of that relationship to figure out who do I actually want to be and that's why I'm very conscious of it now with Marco that I never Mm. want to let that go I think you can be remain independent while still trusting someone and letting someone in fully I'm so sorry (laughs) because I think that's what I'm like grappling with or have been grappling with like really trying to trust Mm. that someone will be staying around and that I can trust that the love will last yeah but also and that I don't know if that isn't like juxtaposition of of the independence maybe it's again the duality like both can exist at the same time like yeah because for me in my personal experience I think the codependency was a symptom of my lack of trust yeah in the relationship Mm. so I had to feel like I had to do everything with them and if we were if we weren't spending as much time i was i thought the relationship wouldn't work yeah i genuinely thought like i needed to to spend all my time with him so that he knew that i was like important in his mm. life you know that's and, so like, interesting it, and if i wasn't there it would mean he'd probably be spending time with like friends or like yeah. meeting other people and like he'd realize that you know does he really need me yeah or like he can get the same you know joy that he's getting with me in these moments with anyone with like other people yeah so for me it was like a protective thing I was like if I spend every minute of him uh, of my life with him he can't leave me it's so interesting so we got so codependent and it was because of lack of trust yeah which is I think why event like that was the change for me it was like it was the moment of trust where I'm like I don't need to spend every waking moment with you and we can be doing different things and 
I cannot see you for a weekend or a week even. Like, I can go on mm. a road trip for a week. And it doesn't mean we love each other or trust each other less, any less. Yeah. So in that situation that you're, that the listener who asked is in, just ask yourself, like, do you think, do you trust your partner? And do you trust yourself? And if you do, then nothing will break it, you know? Like, you can be independent. You can do your own things. You can not see them. And know that the relationship is so much stronger yeah than that you know and if you don't then I think that's a separate issue that you need to work through yeah exactly because yeah I agree I feel the same like even long distance with my ex feels so different to now with Marco because I have that sense of security and stability with in our relationship yeah um okay so oh yeah the original one that I wanted to talk about was (laughs) advice on learning to love yourself well and what has our self-love journey been like yeah such a big question I feel like we could do a whole episode on this yeah it honestly probably should be (laughs) yeah what's your what do you think Mm, I think for me it's been really taking the time to get to know myself yeah and to and with that I mean take the time to think about and deal with and sit with the more uncomfortable sides and what I feel like are like the darker sides of me or my past Mm -hmm. and being with myself when confronting them and like making my peace with them bit by bit and like doing the work for myself yeah I think that's almost been like for me like the most (laughs) radical act of like self-love like taking the time and taking all the pain that comes with Mm -hmm actually dealing with like your inner inner like shadow self like your inner demons facing them because that's I think like the biggest piece of work that any of us have to do and like taking the time to do that and that's not just like a one-time thing that's like an yeah almost like an everyday thing I think it's a continuous thing like you'll never yeah stop having to like face that yeah and I feel like that's like the most radical act of like self-love because you go through a lot of pain like it it can feel a lot easier to just hide or deflect or like push down certain emotions like that can feel easier in the moment but actually even just like I mean investing in things like therapy or investing in things like um investing in time for yourself like journaling or you know even just like going for a walk with yourself and maybe not bombarding your ears with (laughs) things to listen to all the time which is something that I like feel like I have a lot I feel like our generation has this a lot like we can't be alone with our own thoughts uh (laughs) which is which is important I think and kind of concerning that we can't yeah um and yeah I think we've spoken about like our self-love or like our journeys with it yeah a lot and I think I'm still definitely I'm definitely still on it like you know I want to grow my love for myself even more than I have now yeah um because again we've spoken about this you're in a good place now I'm in the best place I have been that's really good which I think again we spoke about this before and I think I said it at that point as well like I think it just is always do you think you're better now than then as well yeah that's good because I think I just I'm yeah I'm taking the time to try and actively improve my relationship to myself yeah and because, I mean, we've spoken about, like, our past with, like, body image, mm. disordered eating, 
even like seeking validation externally like all of those things I think are like symptoms of like you or like in my case yeah yeah. me not finding myself worthy enough Yeah. yeah and I think that I'm a lot better with that but it's definitely not happened overnight. I'm still going through it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like She's still I am in too. Journey. Yeah, but I was, I wouldn't say I'm even like at a better place. Hmm. Personally, um, but she's working on it, which is good. Yeah. How How would you answer the question? What's the question again? Advice on learning to love yourself. Or what's your self love journey been like? Yeah. Um. Honestly, like I haven't thought too much about it. Yeah. I think I've never I've never given myself enough time to be like you need to learn how to love yourself. Like that's that's key. And I've only mm. recently realized like every single thing that's wrong in my life it, or like why I say th- certain things or like I'm self-deprecating or like I had a situation yesterday where I was asking for my own hair clip back and like that yeah. felt like the hardest thing in the world. Like I didn't want to be this the person that's putting someone else out of convenience by being like can I have my hair clipped back yeah and like we were sat in bed yesterday and I was like that's literally like that comes from me not thinking that I you deserve to have your I own deserve possession to have my <laughs> own clip back like yeah. something as small as that like and I literally was like sorry yeah <laughs> it's like girl relax bro um yeah. so yeah I'm still learning um how to to handle it but I think it it does come from just spending more time with yourself and like yeah. knowing that at the end of the day you're the you're the longest relationship you're ever gonna have is with yourself. You're never yeah. gonna have a relationship longer than that. So what's the point of like not if you can't have your own back? Like how can you expect? Yeah. Anyone else? Like no one will take that. Will have that position. You know. Like you can have support from your friends and stuff, but no one will fully understand you the way that you understand yourself. Yeah. Um. So. You know what I also weirdly think? Yeah, still, still figuring that out. But again, I think you're doing a lot yeah. to, to work on it. Like, even, yeah, you going to therapy. Yeah. It's highlighting You talking well, through like, it more. I think it's acknowledging, like, the things that you're proud of as well. And, yeah. Like, the things that make... You know, the things that you love about yourself and what unique things that you genuinely feel like you bring to the table, you know, with your friends, with your family. Yeah. With your loved one. Um, yeah, it's something I think you just have to consciously like put time in to think about which is not wrong like there's nothing bad about thinking about yourself no so it's like positioning it that way like it's not narcissistic it's not like weird that you're thinking of you know yourself because what's the point of thinking that way yeah (laughs) and you know that thing of like the more love you give or you the more love you put out there the more you receive back yeah I think it's it goes also for the love that you put into yourself at least I've like noticed for myself that like the more love I've poured into myself the more love I'm able to give to other people yeah, and the more so love true. I also receive like back. The better person you will be to like other people. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like people who are like at peace, because I think for me, my definition of like loving myself is being at peace with myself. Yeah. And that's like what I'm aspiring to. I want to be at peace. And I think when I see people who are at peace with themselves I feel like you can sense it yeah you feel it yeah and they make you feel more comfortable in return to be yourself and that's like ideally the person that I'd want to be for other people you know yeah like yeah yeah. I think for me as well like the whole self-love movement and like I guess it's a bit linked with like self-care and stuff it's this idea that yes you might want to be like working to be the best version of yourself and you you want to be that girl that like I don't know, wears really cute outfits and like Mm. always has it together and your hair always looks good or, you know, you're the fun social butterfly in the friendship group. Like you want to have all these things that you work towards and like 
you almost think that when you eventually give off that vibe you will love yourself and I think for me it's realizing that that's not going to be your everyday like you will have days where you're just like not feeling well yeah or like not feeling yourself and you just don't feel you look in the mirror and you're like oh you know I'm not looking my best self but like in that moment still loving yourself yeah because I think that's the thing it's like we we only want to love ourselves when we're like when we're this vision Mm. this vision of a perfect person that we want to be and that's not realistic to have that yeah every single day so it's learning to love yourself through it all you know through the bad times as well so for example me like having a panic attack not a panic attack <laughs> wow dramatic car like me <laughs> me you know getting in my own head about some work stress situation you know instead of being annoyed at myself for like you know getting so frustrated about it just think of it as like this is this is why you know people love you because you care so much about things like this and like you want to you want to make other people like it's it genuinely is because I want to make someone else's life at work easier yeah and like that's a beautiful attribute I think for me to have yeah you know that I care so much and I want to be the person that makes other people's you know life a little bit less stressful and that's something I think like you know you should be proud of yeah so it's positioning it as well in your head that like yes there's little things that you can do that are going to be frustrating and other people will try be like don't do this don't do that whatever um but as long as you position it as a way and like you fully understand why you do it and you see the beauty in that i feel like i'm being very vague to my specific example but yeah but okay can i say something to that yeah i feel like also not you shouldn't then beat yourself up because i feel like you're beating yourself up that you couldn't find a solution to help someone else yeah which is like that also shouldn't affect how you view yourself or like your internal mental state which it has been yeah yeah just because you couldn't fix someone's problem at work it's not like this is like someone's personal life no that you're like directly affecting yeah but I guess in that situation as well it's rephrasing it of like yeah even though I'm still trying to figure it out and stuff being like even, even if you don't even if I can't help that person, yeah. my intentions were pure, you know, like, and I genuinely yeah. wanted to do good, and that's something, like, worth loving yourself over. Yeah. Yeah, and forgiving yourself, like, yes, it's okay, let's say I don't figure it out and things go wrong, like, that doesn't make me a bad person. No, not at um, all. People, love love yourself through the mistakes as well. Yeah, through that's, the like, mistakes, the hardest thing to do, I think, times. yeah. Um, realizing we're not perfect, you know, we will have days where we make mistakes, we will have days where we hurt people. Yeah. You're but, always going to be, like, the villain love, in someone else's yeah. story. <laughs> so learning to love yourself even when you know that you could have done that to someone else, I think, is so important. Yeah. Okay, we've been recording for quite a while. Yeah, should we answer one more question? Okay, we've got a couple of good ones. Should we do one of the longer ones? Yeah, we'll do one of the longer ones. We'll definitely do a part two to this. Yeah, because there's um, a lot of good questions. There is a lot of good questions. Oh, this is good. My question is, do you think real love can sometimes hurt? For instance, I love my partner with my whole being. I genuinely think, believe that we are soul mates. Sometimes when I think a bit too much about the love we share, it starts to hurt my heart a little. I think it may stem from the feeling that I never want to lose him. Yeah. It might be because I'm dealing with bereavement, but wanted to get your thoughts on this. Is it okay to hurt when you think of the ones you love? Of course. Yeah, I've definitely experienced this as well. I think if you don't, you know, if you don't think those things, like, I can't imagine my life, or the thought of not having them in your life doesn't make you sad, and is that really love? You know? 
Like, I, I mean, I think of that with my parents. Like, I love my parents, and every time I say goodbye to my parents, I'm like, <laughs> like, it hurts. Yeah. Or, like, even when I tell them I love them, it hurts. Because, like, I just, I just think that is what love is, you know? Yeah. It's hard to, like, put it into words, but obviously it's not good to constantly, like, be upset or, like, worried, you know, and have that, that continuous mindset, like, am I going to lose them? Am I going to whatever? But if you feel that's that such intense emotion... Because you love someone so deeply. I think that's a good thing. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's again, comes back to like the duality of life, right? Like with love. Yeah, exactly. I think does come the potential pain of, of if you do lose them. Because you might. Yeah. And that's the, always a possibility. Yeah, but the other situation would be like you not having someone and not ever yeah. feeling the the beauty and the love enough to possibly experience the pain yeah. that comes with it. Yeah. I, I agree I have the same with like family love or but yeah I have this with with my relationship as well just like mm. thinking when you actively think about the love it almost feels like too big to comprehend it you is know? yeah I feel like it's crazy that humans life... are able to experience it yeah and especially when life goes like so freaking quick and like I mean we've seen it this week right with the earthquakes mm. um, in Turkey and Syria and just like knowing that anything could happen it just makes life seem so much more precious and so of course you're just like wanting to hold on to it and like how do you show someone that they mean the whole world to you yeah in such a short period of time when you literally never know what's gonna happen yeah so yeah i think i think it's good pain (laughs) yeah it's yeah i feel like it's the pain that that comes as a side effect with true love yeah you know and I think even if you do go, I think it's always easier said than done, but I think even if you do go through loss, I, I do believe in the better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I agree completely as well. Because I, I don't know, I think humans are wired. Like, I think <laughs> we're hardwired to love and to make connections. Like, I feel yeah. like it's kind of, if I believe in, like, any meaning of life, I think it's that. Just to love and build connections, yeah. yeah. No, I agree completely with that. So then it's like, okay, you can, like, do your best in life to, like, shield yourself from hurt and from pain and never making any true deep connections. But personally, I don't think it's a life that I would want to live. Yeah. And I have tried that. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, and I think, like, we I don't... like it. <laughs> we don't apply that with, like, anything else in our lives. Like, applying to your dream job... What's the better situation? It's like applying and getting rejected or not applying at all. Yeah. You have to do things in life knowing that there might the outcome might be something that is painful. Yeah. And that's what living is. Like, are you truly living if you're not, you know, doing things that will be scary and... Yeah. You, you know, the, the thought of the other... The, the worst case... Yeah, if it's, if it's bad, it's bad. But, like, at least try. Like, that's what life... That's what living is about, I think, for me. Yeah. It's like loving and losing. Yeah and trying something scary and it failing and being and being able to get back up and try it again yeah I actually think that reminds me of a question we got that was about um let's do okay one more this is actually going to be the last one is romantic love really necessary for a happy and fulfilled life which I think is very interesting it's an interesting question because I guess Mm. I don't know I think again love comes in so many different forms and I know that there's also people who crave different types of love in their yeah. life, right? Like, I think, I, I'm honestly, please don't quote me on this and feel free to, like, call me out if I say anything wrong. But I think there is, like, 
aromantics as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people who we just, you know, don't want to or don't have any interest in or maybe even can't experience romantic love. I don't know much about it, to be completely honest. So I'm sure, like, that that, that exists and that is... Yeah. It's not gonna... I'm not here to judge someone else no. for, like, how they choose to live their life. I think everyone has to, like, decide and make their own experiences. Yeah. And I think there's so much fulfillment that can come from self-love, family love, mm-hmm. platonic love, love with nature... Like, yeah. I think there's so many people, I mean, even if you look at, like, probably the most, like, spiritually enlightened people who do not have romantic love, no. but who have found, like, so much peace of mind and so much, yeah, like, a true sense of, like, I don't know, just a higher purpose, you yeah. know, by being with themselves and, you know, their kind of spiritual higher purpose that they believe mm-hmm. in, connection with, like, the universe, nature, everything around them. So, I think it's definitely so possible to have a very fulfilled happy life without romantic love yeah. i think for me it's personally necessi- yeah, yeah romantic love isn't necessary to have a happy and fulfilled life I yeah think. i think yeah. for me personally i would love to continue to have romantic love in my life yeah you know if if but that's also i'm aware that's probably also because of how like social like society what, what has trained is romant- us like let's say over time right like when we're 80 yeah what will classify as romantic love? Being with someone you love in a romantic way. Like, more, I think it's just... I, don't I know. feel like I feel the same love, like, with friendship sometimes as I do in romantic love. Like, for me, sometimes it's like, it feels the same. Really? The only thing that... it, it Where it's different is the... Plat- like, the platonic nature of the friendship. Yeah. When it comes to, like, the, you know, the, the physical touch or, like, the physical... Yeah. Chemistry. But I feel like your my mind can be connected the same way with platonic friendships yeah so for me i think the thing like societally as you get older with your romantic relationships i think it can be necessary to to feel happy and fulfilled when you know that for the rest of your life till the day you die hopefully you will have someone always by your side like Mm -hmm. through thick and thin and like have someone to go to bed to have someone to wake up just I'm talking like traditional society, the way, yeah. you know, married couples then end up, you know, you buy a house and then you go through life together. Yeah. And I think sometimes if you don't have that, it's harder to see your friends as often when you're older and you don't live with them. Because like, mm-hmm. I was saying I have my mom, like I have a family friend that never got married. um, And she like had 12 cats in her house, but she was like the happiest person I ever mm-hmm. knew. Like she's proper, you know, the the brightest person in a room and she loved her life she had no regrets like yeah. she never got married nothing um but always was traveling around seeing friends mm. whatever but as she got older like she got you could tell she got lonely because she would just spend so many days by herself and i think for me that you know even though yes you had a fulfilled life but like the last few years still matter i think but then it's also difficult because i wouldn't want to only want to find a husband just to not be alone when i'm old no you know? But I'm saying that's kind of the privilege that comes with the romantic yeah. love in today's, like, society. Yeah. Well, if you're lucky and you both get to live long together. I yeah, because... Because a lot of, you know, sickness can happen or, like... And you never know the circumstances that can happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like you have a different view on it as well because you've been with Ed longer. Like, I've never had a relationship longer than three years. And I think me and Marco are obviously still in, like... I mean, we've been together for, like, a bit over one and a half years. And for me, our love feels very different 
well, not very different, but it feels like a different intensity to platonic love. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think my, like, I mean, obviously, Ed and my relationship felt very different, like, the first, like, three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, so intense and, like, passionate and, like, yeah, you feel like no one can understand you that the, the way that they understand you. Um, but I'm thinking more, like, because Ed, Ed and I always talk, like, oh, we can't wait till we're 80 years old. And, yeah. Like, we get to just, like, be with each other every single day when we're old yeah and I just for me that's where I think romantic love like helps in terms of like the f- fulfilled life I don't know if I'm making yeah, maybe sense. there maybe there's almost too much difference that society makes between the two like maybe it's just finding people that you can be ex like so comfortable with yeah. to be like your true self and that make you experience love and yeah because yeah that's really what matters so like genuinely, if my if my mom's family friend, why did you say my mom? My mom's friend, aka my family friend. Yeah. If she lived with her best friend. Yeah. I wouldn't be saying this. Yeah. Because I'd be like, what's the difference? Like she yeah. literally got to feel so many connections and love and bond with yeah. so many different people, and she never felt lonely. Yeah. So I think maybe it's just because that's not a norm, I guess. To like, when you get older, live with your friends. Yeah. It's more just okay. You go. You, some some people, you know, they end up living. They move back home with their kids so that they can take care of them or like you yeah. go into nursing homes and stuff so it's a bit different you know yeah um and I think that's what I find quite sad about the notion of like growing older like being in a home and that's I think because yeah, of how breaks, society treats older people yeah it breaks my heart it's not because yeah and I I don't know I think that's something that society needs to change like how we view the worth of older people these people have like worked all their life mm. for society and we just don't treat them well and the people who take care of them aren't being treated well. Yeah. And they don't get paid enough. I mean, this is a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> this is maybe not the appropriate topic for a love episode, but... Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll say is I don't... I don't think romantic love is, like... I don't like the... I mean, if the question says necessary, I don't think it's necessary for a happy end. Yeah. Life. It just, like... I guess is an added thing or a different situation. Yeah. That you have that can give you a fulfilled, happy life, but... If, if you it's never not the thing that some, will give you. No, it's not. It doesn't give you. And it's not a guarantee yeah. to live a happy life if you find romantic love. Because you can be in love and like be in a relationship and still not be happy and fulfilled. Yeah. That, yeah. I feel like that needs to come from within. Yeah. I actually think that the only love that is necessary is the love with yourself to that. live a happy and fulfilled life. I agree with that. We... <laughs> you can see the episode us like trying to understand the question and figure it out <laughs> but we came to the same space which is good um we needed the time <laughs> i just think if you never find someone that you feel like you want to spend the rest of your life with or like romantically you don't feel yeah. if you if you never meet someone that because sometimes you don't like it sometimes it's hard to find someone that you feel like you can romantically be with yeah and be your true self that doesn't write you up as not okay that person's never gonna have a yeah. happy fulfilled life well, it's so. like lots of people find a person for many years and then you separate and, yeah, then, and you then you find, find someone else or maybe you don't yeah and that's also you know and again i think there's so much value as well and there's like, not do, one way to live your life yeah yeah and um and each life is precious no matter how you live live it yeah and just i think this goes for all of our episodes but I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to conform to like a specific norm of what we think yeah life should look like or how we should live it and you know I just think a lot of those things that we see as necessary or essential a lot of the time are not and it comes down to more basic things yeah I agree 
but yeah. Shall we leave it at that? Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're now going to go downstairs and play some games with our friends. Yeah. We're now an hour late to games day, so. Yeah. Love that for us. We are apologizing right now to our friends. <laughs> Who will not be listening an hour and five minutes into this episode. <laughs> some of them do. Do they? Yeah. They do. Thanks. We love you. <laughs> we appreciate you. And yeah, in the spirit of love, we we really do truly love you guys listening. Yeah. And we wish you all the best. And if you're listening to this before Valentine's Day or on Valentine's Day or after. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I hope you're doing something today to think about your love that you hold for yourself. Yeah. And maybe tell someone in your life that you love them because that's always cute to do. Yeah. And just know that we appreciate you. So much. Yeah. Um, And you make us very happy and we hope we can make you happy as well. And let's celebrate that love today. Yes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Bye, speak guys. to you next week. Speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.